Welcome to the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast, where you get nutrition, health, fitness, all perfectly packaged together in a bite-sized podcast to help educate and motivate you to stay on your fitness journey. What are we talking about today? Well, I wanted to do a masterclass today, a masterclass on how to eat more food all at the same time, dropping body fat. I'm going to go on a rant here. Well, no, I'm not. But I've listened to two podcasts recently from other people where they are citing studies by these researchers who say that you cannot raise your metabolic rate as a human being. Where are they coming up with this? They're basing it off of the Hadza tribes in Tanzania. And basically these, you know, these hunter gatherers, uh, they walk like four or five miles a day. They're hunting, gathering, lifting heavy things, all this stuff. And they burn the same amount of calories that we do. Well, the caveat to that is they are not strength training in the gym. So we have to take into account the amount of muscle mass that these hunter gatherers have eating their Aborigine diet and, you know, burning as many calories as they do. And here's where I get a little bit fired up because you hear these statements like, oh, you can't raise your metabolic rate. All these people that say you can raise your metabolic rate, um, they're just throwing around hype. But you can raise your metabolic rate. Bodybuilders have proven this time and time again. When they go into a bulk phase, they'll bulk at three to 4,000 calories if you're a guy and 2,500 to 3,500 if you're a woman. Then they cut, and when they cut down, they may cut at 2,000 calories, right? Whereas most people think to lose body fat or to lose weight, they have to cut down to like 1,200 calories. And that's just not the case when you're a bodybuilder because you have so much more muscle. It's proven in the literature, the more muscle mass you have, the higher your BMR is, your basal metabolic rate. So you can change your metabolic rate. It just depends on how much muscle mass you want to build. And just so you know, ladies, there's an excellent podcast on high-intensity health. You can find it on YouTube or Apple or whatever. Look up high-intensity health, Tara Garrison. Absolutely mind-blowing podcast that came out in the last week. My wife and I just really enjoyed it. And this, um, this female trainer talks about how she eats more than all of her friends and she's leaner than all of her friends. How does she do that? She goes extremely intense in the gym with the intent to build muscle, not to burn body fat. But a side effect of building a lot of muscle is, guess what? Your fat burning engines are going to be running at full capacity because your metabolic rate is sped up as well. So this masterclass today, we're going to fly through this, but I I want to give everybody like a really good picture of what Muscles and Veggies Fitness program really looks like, okay? Uh, Not that I need any more clients because I'm pretty much full, but my point is I want to get this knowledge out to people so that they can um, use a really good strategy when it comes to dropping body fat, changing their body composition. So this will work for 95% of the people that are listening to this podcast, all six of you. (laughs) 95% of people this is going to work for. 
5% have underlying conditions or different circumstances and factors that we may have to change things and tweak things with. But number one, you have to be resistance training at least three days a week. Why? Because you have to be resistance training with the intent to build more muscle mass. I don't care if you're 35 or 65, it doesn't matter. The intent in the gym, lifting weight and using machines is to build muscle mass on your frame. The more muscle mass you build on your frame, I promise you the more calories that you will burn on a daily basis. So this has a, a cascade effect that actually carries over into all other areas of our metabolic health. I mean, you're going to have better hormones, um, you know, better testosterone if you're a man, better progesterone and testosterone if you're a woman. Uh, women struggle a little bit more than men with libido. Uh, I've had multiple uh, anecdotal experiences of libido coming back when they got into the gym lifting heavy. Uh, bigger metabolism, we already talked about that. A better heart health. So think about this for a second. The more you resistance train, the more vasculature your muscles are, these big veins, right? The, the more you, and women, you're not going to get that as much as men, Part of that's hormonal, but also um, the more they expand and contract and you get that pump in the muscle and you feel really good, right? And the more your heart's beating because our heart beats, you know, pretty intense and during a workout, the more you are making those arterial walls expand and contract and that's protecting you against heart disease, the number one killer in the world, okay? So also we cannot leave out the extreme benefits of mental health. Resistance training far outperforms every other aspect of depression and anxiety other than the medications, which by the way, when they compare resistance training directly with um, antidepressant medications, they perform just as well. And in some cases, they even outperform Paxil, Zoloft, things like that. So you cannot discount just the package that you get just three days in the week, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, get in the gym and learn how to squat, learn how to deadlift, find a good trainer. I'm going to do a podcast on all about how to find a good trainer um, and how to weed through kind of trainers who don't know what they're talking about and maybe inexperienced. So the resistance training three days a week. Let's say you got that down. What's next? Okay, now we want to talk about eating some sort of an anti-inflammatory low sugar diet. Okay, you can be vegan, you can be vegetarian, you can be keto, you can be paleo, you can be whatever label and stake in the ground you want to claim. You can be that as long as for you, because everybody's different, that it's an anti-inflammatory approach. And so what this means is really we're cutting out processed foods. And this is why, it's like so simple. This is why everybody like keto is arguing against the vegans. And the vegans are arguing against the paleo people. And the paleo people are arguing against the carnivore people. I don't know. You know they're all saying this is the one diet, right? But what do they all have in common? They all have the same thing in common. They're cutting out processed foods, processed inflammatory foods. I have a whole podcast. I think it's like number four.
that's the two biggest reasons for obesity epidemic. Uh, and one of the things is refined flour. So refined flour is almost in everything. If you go to a fast food restaurant or pizza or anything, like 75% of their menu is refined flour, okay? So we have to eliminate things like refined flour from our everyday use. Have it on the weekend, uh, once a week, once every other week. You know, that's not such a big deal. But owning our Monday through Friday, we talk a lot about on this podcast. And that is what we're talking about. Eliminating processed, refined carbohydrates. Uh, also, another thing that may be beneficial, and I, and I start most of my clients on, is a Whole30. 30. 30 days, no gluten, no dairy, no grains, no sugar. Okay? So what does this leave for you to eat? Well, meat, fish, fowl, fruit, veggie, nuts, seeds, okay? That's primarily the staple of our nutritional approach if you're on the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Program. That's our Monday through Friday, smoothie, salad, roasted. Smoothie, salad, roasted, hashtag. So another thing that you may want to play with with this Whole30 is you can also use this first 30 days to uh, see if you are sensitive to dairy and gluten. It's really easy at the end of the 30 days, you're gonna add gluten just by itself, no dairy, back in and see how you feel. A couple days later, add dairy back in without gluten, see how you feel. Doing so, I have found that a lot of clients see, man, I just don't do really well with dairy. I do okay with gluten and more power to you. If you do, great. But we want to figure these things out and pay attention to the signals that our body is sending us. Another thing we want to eliminate is trans fats, and that's processed oils like soybean oil, canola oil, uh, safflower oil, vegetable oil. These things are highly inflammatory. They're, they're highly correlated with heart disease. Again, back to that, uh, the number one killer of the world. And then, of course, we have to limit alcohol consumption. Uh, one to three drinks per week, never more than two drinks at a time is my rule for clients. So you got three drinks a week. You can never have all three at once. How do you want to have those three drinks? Okay. Uh, that's a good rule of thumb to start off with, especially while you're trying to reach a weight loss, uh, or we'll say in our approach, it's a body fat loss goal. I don't like the, the term weight loss goal because I can show you a woman at 145 pounds who's skinny fat, and I can show you a woman who's at 145 pounds who looks like she weighs 105 pounds because she's extremely muscular and she's extremely lean. So we have to, we can't talk about weight loss. We have to talk about fat loss because that is most important. I don't care what the number on the scale says. I care what your, your belly button to belly button measurement is. That's what's most important, and that's what we pay attention to in the Muscles and Veggies Fitness Program. All right, number three, stop eating by 7 p.m. and try to go to bed in between the hours of 10 and 6 a.m. I have a whole podcast on this. Um, you can listen to that, the importance of stopping and eating by seven, sleeping until six, uh, making your fasting window go longer than your feasting window. So we're not gonna eat after seven and we're not gonna eat before 7 a.m. That's just to make sure that every day we've got 12 and a half plus hours at least without consuming any calories. 
And some days we even go 14, 16, 18, and then 24 hours even some days. So that's intermittent fasting. And we'll talk more about that. I need to do more shows just on that and how to use that effectively as a tool without hurting your metabolism or uh, wrecking your thyroid hormone or your, your fat burning hormones and things like that. Number four, no snacking. Okay. Instead of snacking, I focus on hydration with my clients in between meals. If you feel the need to snack in between meals, then in my opinion, you're a eating processed foods because processed foods continually make you hungry through the day and B you're not eating enough real whole food at your meal. If you eat enough real whole food at your meals, you will have no desire to snack in between meals. And if you do, it can quickly be quelled by focusing on hydration. And when we're talking about hydration, we cannot talk, uh, we cannot have the discussion on hydration without talking about electrolytes. So I did a whole podcast two shows ago. Uh, you can look at that. It's all about minerals and the importance of using electrolytes and minerals in our nutritional approach because minerals, we're actually made of minerals, right? Our body has to have minerals and processed refined food and agriculturally stripped water, uh, our municipal water systems, they have stripped us of our key electrolyte minerals, which we have to have, not just to have energy, but also to burn fat effectively. So check out that podcast if you haven't already listened to that. Next, number five, low level movement try to get 10,000 steps a day. So on your non-workout days, uh, always try to get 10,000 steps a day. Take a couple walks here and there, just 15 minute walks here and there with the dog. You would be surprised at how quickly that adds up to 10,000 steps. But this could also include like, you know, mowing the grass, working in the garden, you know, low level movement is so important uh, to churn up body fat. And uh, it's not stressful because it's low level. So uh, on that note, I'm going to do a whole podcast on like high intensity, CrossFit, Orange Theory, uh, the dangers of that and how I have actually been coaching people who have wrecked their metabolisms and wrecked their hormones from doing too much CrossFit and too much Orange Theory. Because in our society, what do people say? More is better. If this is a little bit as good, then if I do twice as much, it's going to be even better. That's not the case with almost anything. So low level movement, focus on 10,000 steps a day, focus on getting outside, getting in the sunshine, getting vitamin D. Um, and that leads me to my number six on non-lifting days, focus on outdoor activity in place of going to run on the treadmill or doing some kind of cardio. So I love mountain biking. It's, uh, it's not stressful for me. It's a joy. I love hiking. I love chasing waterfalls here in Arkansas. Um, I love just being outside. I love working in my garden, things like that. But it, for you, it could be basketball. It could be soccer. It could be whatever sport that you really enjoy. Get outside and do that on your non-lifting days. Uh, even if you play basketball and you can't find a crew to play with, go out and just shoot and set a timer and do five-minute intervals where you you're just running and shooting, running and shooting, running and shooting. That is like the funnest cardio to me. I like basketball too. So um, think about that. Every individual is different, but get outside and do some outdoor cardio. 
I do ne I do not ever make my clients run on a treadmill or use any kind of elliptical or anything. I just feel like that's torture to be inside and stuck on one of those machines. In fact, at Ozark Iron Gym where I train, we barely even have any of those machines because we feel like they're great to warm up on, but not great to sit there for hours at a time and beat the tar out of yourself. Uh, that is a form of masochism that we do not take part in. So that's my number five, number or number six. My number seven, and lastly, that we're going to touch on today because I'm running out of time, address uh, health issues. So in this process, you're, you're resistance training, you're eating healthier, you're trying to go to bed on time, you're trying to focus on um, you know, all these things we've been talking about, low-level movement, whatnot. But what about if you have poor digestion? What about if you're cold all the time and your hair is falling out? What about if you have bad seasonal allergies? What about if you have an autoimmune condition? What about if you have insomnia or depression or anxiety? All of these things are red flags to me that we are dealing with different types of health problems that could be an obstacle or a roadblock in your success doing the Muscles and Veggies Fitness program. So this could also be in the form of just too much stress. Um, someone who's chronically stressed and they don't know how to bring themselves out of fight or flight mode into rest and digest, you can see how just that term that we're real familiar with, rest and digest, fight or flight, rest and digest, you would have poor digestion if you were someone who didn't know how to bring yourself out of that parasympathetic, I'm sorry, sympathetic dominant fight or flight state. Another one, autoimmune conditions are almost always tied back to leaky gut or uh, intestinal permeability. Uh, really quick explanation of that. When you have leaky gut, this is your intestinal lining, right? If you're on YouTube, you can see what I'm doing here. Uh, it's like a cheesecloth. Your food goes through your intestinal lining and, and as it's being digested really well, it's breaking down proteins into amino acids. It's breaking down carbohydrates and starches into glucose, right? And then we absorb that through the layer of our intestines straight into our bloodstream. But if you have gaping holes in your intestinal walls from too much stress or a pathogen like a bacteria or parasite, fungus, mold, uh, then whole amino acid particles or whole food particles are now entering into your bloodstream. That triggers the immune system to constantly be on alert. Whoa, we've got whole food particles entering into our blood. We need to raise white blood cell count and raise the immune system. Well, over time, the immune system gets very trigger happy and starts firing at everything. That's how autoimmunity happens. Autoimmunity means the immune system is attacking itself. So, in any of these health issues that we're talking about, even depression and anxiety is traced back to poor, di poor digestion or leaky gut. Um, hormone imbalance. This could be all from just too much inflammatory food. So we have to address these health issues as they come up because they could be huge roadblocks and obstacles to overcome. And I've had people say, I'm doing everything right, but I'm not losing weight. And this is where we usually have to turn next to try to figure out what do what rocks do we need to overturn to find what's really going on here and how we can get this person some help. 
And what's great is if we do that, don't be bummed about it. That's a good thing. We're improving your overall health. At the same time, we're getting you to a point where you can get the results that you that you want to get from your training and from your nutrition and things like that. Look, if you like what you're hearing on this podcast, please do me a favor. Take a second, leave me a review. It helps more people find the show, more people find me. Another thing that helps, if you like really good supplements, supplements that are third-party verified and tested, that they have what they say they have in them, and you want to use supplements that the USA Olympic team uses, the Golden State Warriors, myself, my clients, thorn.com slash you slash muscles, the letter U slash muscles, thorn.com. Um, also, if you want to join my client list, I give all my clients 25% off of the entire store for life. As long as they're a client of mine, all you got to do is shoot me an email at Muscles at gmail.com. Shoot me an email, say, hey, I want to join the client list. I will send you an invite and then you'll get 25% off the entire store. But first, go to Thorne and just browse through and look at everything they have. It's staggering. If you're ordering protein powders already, uh, you might as well get a grass fed whey isolate from Thorne. Uh, what if you're vegan? You might want to do a rice and pea protein from Medibolic or MediClear on Thorn that has also a whole spread of antioxidants, polyphenols, the daily blend of minerals, everything all in once. It's like a multivitamin and your protein all in just one smoothie. So you don't have to take a bunch of pills too, right? So I digress. <laughs> Thorn.com slash you slash muscles. Shoot me the email. I'll shoot you the discount as well. But as always, thank you for spending this 22 minutes with me. And I hope you have a wonderful day. Tune in for next time, Muscles and Veggies Fitness Podcast.